Hello and welcome to the One About Podcast, show where two friends get together and talk about a different topic each week. This week, Jordan's gone but still won't stop tormenting us. He had one last pick this month and he sure made it. This is the one about Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. I am your host, Dean. I also go by Endless Cola in places around the internet, and I am joined this week, as always, by by just John. <laughs> just John. <laughs> What's going on with this week, man? Um, it is literally a week uh, till my wedding. Yes, it is. Um, so basically, making sure. Dotting all the T's and crossing all the I's, um, and making sure that everything is ready to go. I had the day off today, so I took the children to Sky Zone, which was actually a lot of fun. Uh, and I found out that uh, Sky Zone's policy on children is if they can walk, they can jump, and you have to pay for them. So <laughs> wow, yeah, that's legit. What it was, it didn't. It doesn't matter about age. They're like. Oh, if they can walk, uh, they, they're fine to play in there. And it's like, okay. So I paid for an hour for me and her. But it was super fun. I mean, like 120 bucks, but it was super fun. So what is Sky Zone? Sky Zone is um, one of those trampoline parks. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, depending on which one you go to, they offer different types of... Uh, trampoline activities like some of them offer dodgeball zip lines uh vr arcades foam pits foam jousting that kind of stuff like hmm. there's one up the street from our house but it's a uh, i don't know if you remember when you used to live here but um do you remember where straw hat pizza was on south street yep so you know the cvs that used to be there Yes. They turned that into Sky Zone. Oh, okay. Yeah, but since it's like, if you can still imagine, like, it's not that much room, there's not really all that much to do there compared to the other one I went to in Westminster Mall, which is mm -hmm. a lot bigger, has a VR, uh, a full arcade uh, concession stand, and again, all the stuff that I named you can do there. Um. And the cool thing about it is if you pay to, like, jump for however many hours, all of the VR and the arcade video games are free. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, it is pretty dope. I mean, it was, like, for two hours, it was 35 bucks each child, which isn't bad, honestly. It's actually pretty good for all that they can do. Um, but they literally make it to where if anybody wants to jump, you have to pay. Again, if your child can walk, they can jump. So, yeah, but it was it was fun. Got some Panda Express afterwards. I haven't had that in a long time. It was delicious. Um, and um, basically, all the kids are either sleeping or playing Rocket League, one or the other. Gotcha. So, <clears throat> I've I played a bit more of the Wild at Heart. And um, it's still Pikmin. <laughs> I got so they like did the thing that they did in Pikmin 2, I believe, where they give you a second captain. So you have like multiple abilities and shit like that. But it's still Pikmin. Mm -hmm. OK. All right. <clears throat> Other than that, um, I, I so 
I, we decided that we're going to drive from Florida to California for your wedding. And I'm personally not going to drive 3,000 fucking miles all by myself. So we're going to, like, take turns. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was thinking, like, well, what am I going to do when I'm just sitting there in the car and I got nothing to do? Because, like, Ben is probably going to be, you know, sleeping most of the time, fucking around on the iPad, whatever. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm like, well, I bought this big, beautiful iPad Pro. I'm going to read some fucking comics on it. That's what I'm going to do. What comics are you going to read, though? Ah, I'm so glad you asked. So, um, the first thing that I did is I subscribed to DC Universe Infinite. Oh, okay. And because there's a lot of DC comics that have come out in the last few years that I've missed out on. Um, specifically like their black label and shit, which is this new label that they've created where they can tell like adult DC comic stories in it and shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And also they have Sweet Tooth on there. Ooh. So I'm downloading all those comics so that I'll have them offline. I can just read them as we travel through uh, the middle of East Jesus Nowhere. (laughs) But if I if I sat here and I asked you who what comic brand is Static Shock under, what would you say? If I had a guess, I would say DC. Okay. Now, <clears throat> what if I told you that they only published it? So who actually owns Static Shock? Some brand called Milestone Media. What the fuck? So I was looking into this because like it's they have this whole thing where they're um, re uh, reintroducing Static Shock, I guess. Uh-huh. He's got he's got a new comic series that just started and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. And they're like from, you know, acclaimed Milestone, the uni- Milestone Universe. And all. I was like, what the fuck is the Milestone Universe? And so I'm looking it up. It says it was founded in 1993 by a coalition of African-American artists and writers uh-huh. consisting of Dwayne McDuffie, Dennis Cohen, Michael uh-huh. Davis, and Derek Dingle. Uh-huh. I feel really bad for him. Derek Dingle. <laughs> um, the founders observed that minorities were severely underrepresented in American comics and wished uh-huh. to address this. So okay. they created their own label. Yeah. And their premier character was Static Shock. Yeah, because I was about to say Static Shock. I mean, I haven't heard of that company at all, but they they hit the nail on the head with that one. Like Static Shock probably rocketed off in popularity more than any other like black superhero that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. And he crossed over and like the cartoon loved it. It's one of my favorite cartoons. Um, and also, he crossed over into the Batman universe to where he was featured in the original Batman and the Batman Beyond universe, which was pretty fucking awesome. So, yeah, like, that's that's pretty cool. But, like, I, I would have never have guessed that DC didn't own the rights to that. But it makes sense now that you, like, laid everything out. Right. What's interesting to me is, given all that context... I looked into their publication history, and it looks like they have eight series, at least of any note. 
Now, four of those series, Hardware, Blood Syndicate, Icon, and Static, mm-hmm. are black heroes. Yeah. The other four are all white heroes slash hero teams. Okay. And I find that interesting only because if your mission is to give minority creators a place in the industry, it, it's... <sighs> It seems to me like you would also want to create more diverse characters. No, I mean, like, I'm a big believer that, like, whatever your artistic vision is, like, do that. Don't let, you know, political correctness or whatever get in your way. But at the same time, like, it seems odd that they decided to go like, well, yeah, but we're also just going to create a bunch of white heroes anyway. (laughs) I mean, I feel like they did that just to keep their... I mean, if it still is, to keep their company afloat, you know, oh. if you think about that. Because, like, uh, I I put it more akin to, like, you know, an artist, like, put out the pop hits and stuff like that when they first come out, you know, the stuff that they know is going to sell. And then when they've made a name for themselves, they made enough money, they have enough uh, clout that then they make whatever they want. Like, they basically have free reign over the music that they make and like actually enjoy what they're making instead of just like oh i'm making this just to sell records and to become popular and to um adhere to mainstream ears you know what i mean i think that's probably what it was so it's worth noting that i made that presumption Mm -hmm. by looking through all these comics really quickly um now one of them zombie with an X because it's extreme. Excellent. Um, <laughs> does specifically note that the main character is Korean. All right. So it's possible that despite the fact that that's the whitest looking Korean I've ever seen, that all of these heroes are non-white to some degree. I guess that's worth noting that I don't know enough to say that they're white, but they sure look fucking white. Yeah. Um, but so I, even even if they are, you know, uh, whatever, Hispanic, Asian, purple people eaters, they all look white. <laughs> basically, what you're saying is like uh, anime characters, how they're all Japanese, but they look Anglo-Saxon. They have Anglo-Saxon features. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I will say this, like, um, Koreans are notably pasty. They don't know what sun is. Are they, though? Because I feel like, because, like, when you look at boy groups and shit, like, they're not that pasty. They they have makeup and shit that they use to make themselves look that way for some reason. But, but that's what I mean. Like, I feel like, I know the boy groups, they have enough money and enough pull that they can like dye their hair to make them look different and then also tan and stuff like that. But like most of the Koreans that I've worked with and seen, like they're, they're pretty pasty white. Fair enough. That's just from my experience. So all that to say that that was a little rabbit hole that I fell down because they're like hella pushing this milestone resurgence thing. Yeah. Um, But so wait, wait, to backtrack yeah. a little bit, they're rebooting Static Shock in the comics? Yes. Uh, oh, I mean, that's cool. I would really like them to reboot Static Shock in a different cartoon, like a grittier cartoon. Mm. I would 
I would eat that shit up with a spoon and lick the plate. <laughs> like, like I'm actually probably gonna get on. I think it's on HBO Max. It is. And yeah, I'm going to like rewatch Static Shock. Like it still holds up today. From if memory serves me. Aren't they making uh, um, a new movie though with like Michael B. Jordan or something? Am I what? making that up? What Static movie? Shock? No, I would have heard rumblings of that if that was the case. Am I making that up? Let me look. No, yeah. Everything we know about Michael B. Jordan's Static Shock movie. No fucking way. Bro, like I, I knew I wasn't just making shit up. Well, I guess I didn't know because the first thing out of my mouth was, am I making that up? But no, yeah, like I totally had heard about this before. No fucking way. Is Michael B. Jordan going to be Static Shock? I believe so. I don't know how I feel about that. I think now looking back at it with the whole relaunch of the Milestone universe and all this shit, mm-hmm. this might just be tying into that new comic. So maybe they have like a bigger plans for this whole universe and all yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. And my earlier comment about I don't know how I feel about this is more of Static Shock is a teenager, you know, like Peter Parker and stuff like that. So yeah. I would think someone of Tom Holland's age um, would be better cast as Static Shock. You know what I mean? To get some of that teen angst and feeling of it. Because Michael B. Jordan's like, what, 32, 35? Uh, that sounds right. I'm not exactly a michael b jordan stand so i couldn't tell you for sure right 34. 34 i was i was yeah. basically almost on the money um but again like it's neither here nor there like we'll see what the product is um because like if again, it comes out yeah if it comes out because like people have been like fucking 40 and have played teenagers and shit so i don't, I don't know like uh what was it <clears throat> what's her name it was uh rachel mcadams when she played in Mean Girls with Lindsay Lohan. I have no idea who that is. You not know? You know who Rachel McAdams is? I mean, maybe I do, but you know me. Like I don't know actors and actresses' names and shit. Like she, she's um, she was uh, Irene Adler in the Sherlock movie. Nope. No, just fucking you, son of a bitch. Rachel McAdams. Making my life hard. Like, you're literally going to see her as like, oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. (laughs) I told you. I told you. You could have just said that chick from the notebook, man. No. Mm. What? Really? (laughs) That's where. From the note. Okay. Wait. Okay. All right. All right. You're going to be indignant with me here. All right. Let's take a look. Let's look at her filmography, shall we? My name is Tanino. Okay. Never even heard of that shit. Perfect Pie. If you say so. Uh-huh. The Hot Chick. You missed me with that. Oh, what? You never Wait. watched the hot? Okay. Okay. Cool. Keep going. Okay. That that shit caught me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the Hot Chick director Tom Brady. I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> Different Tom Brady. She's actually been in a decent amount of stuff that you should have seen. I've uh, s- Wedding so, okay. Crashers. So l- l- she's l- the main chick that Owen Wilson's trying to get at. Doctor Strange. 
actually Doctor Strange loves interest. Mean Girls, nearly anybody, yes. I don't remember her in that movie. <laughs> mean Girls, everybody remembers her because she's the main mean girl chick, other than Lindsay Lohan. That's Sherlock cool. Holmes, like, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you a pass on that. Sure, sure, whatever. I just, I just want to be clear. I've seen all of these movies, by the way. I know I that. Still don't remember her. Like, I th- I think for me at least, she's just an extraordinarily forgettable actress. I mean, again. I concede that fact, but you... Okay, it's fine. It's me because, like, I remember certain actors and actresses for some odd reason. But, yeah, I, yeah, I concede I that. Because, like, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right that Doctor Strange should be the one that I would know her from, like, right off the bat, but I don't remember her at all. That's totally fine. Uh, like, her, his love interest plot thing, like, the person who uh, was supporting him even after he messed up his hands like it was such a non a non sequitur subplot that really didn't go anywhere yeah i totally understand that speaking of which you should watch eurovision whenever you get a chance that shit is hilarious the hell is that um it also stars rachel mcadams and will ferrell Uh, i already don't like that you don't like will ferrell anyways um uh they're basically where I don't it, even see it in her filmography. Where it's like there? at the top. It was 2020. 2020. That's when it was. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, they're oh, based... oh, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yes. Yes. You need to there's, see it. There's no way that I'm watching All right. This. Cool. All right. Fine. All right. Uh, so next time I have a month, we're watching it. Uh, cool. Got it. I mean, next month is your month. So I guess you could do that. But Excellent. can we just go back to talking about dc comics it's too late we're already too far down the rabbit hole no rachel mcadams month it's coming it's it's never too late pull it back pull it back (laughs) no god i would hate myself if i just devoted a whole month to rachel mcadams like she's not even She's not even that good of an actress or in any, like, really good movies. <gasps> Game Night! She's in that one. I just saw it right now. Game Night's good. What the hell is Game Night? You haven't seen Game Night? Dude, you're about to make the next month Rachel McAdams month. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it has Jason Bateman in it. Like ju- just, just for the fact that a lot of these movies are actually really good, and you haven't seen them. Like, just... Take out the fact that it's just Rachel McAdams is in them, just that you haven't seen these movies, and they're actually really fucking good. Is it on HBO Max? Uh, Game Night? I believe so. No. And um, also, I'd like to call back to your comment about Jason Bateman. I think he is... I've said this before. I think he's wholly underrated as an actor. He's awesome. He is how you say the teats. He really is. Like, I fell in love with him in Arrested Development, and then everything after that I've seen him in, like, so good. You know what his best movie was, though? What? Like, straight up? Hmm. Teen Wolf 2. (sighs) (laughs) Got him! Fucking got him! Now, if you want to do a Jason Bateman month, I'm down for that. Dude, that's some hot shiz right there. No, if I had to devote a month to, like, an actor, 
it would definitely be like Ryan Reynolds. Hell yeah, we could do a Ryan Reynolds month. That sounds fucking great. It sounds fucking amazing, right? Especially uh, like after his resurgence with Deadpool, which it kind of pisses me off because just like Jason Bateman, like Ryan Reynolds was such an uh, such an underappreciated quality. Like he's just so good in his role, and he fits it to every movie that he plays. Which is super hard, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like he, uh, he's got a lot of range. He really does. Have you seen the movie um, Selfless? I think that's what it's called. Um, I don't remember it right off the top of my head. Let me look at it really quick. Um, films. Where are your films? Why is this so hard to find? We're just going to go to the bane of my existence, IMDb. God, dude, this this website sucks. I fucking hate <laughs> this website. Um, what's it called? Here, let me just give you the, the longest link that you'll ever need to see. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, why didn't I just look up the movie? What the f- I don't fuck. Oh, this is the one that kind of looked bougie to me. I was just like, nah. Yeah, it's got it had an interesting premise, and I like the way that they uh, they ended it, um, especially since with Bing, Ben Kingsley in it. I do um, like Ben Kingsley. Best yeah, character in Iron Man three. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, like straight up, I was one of those people that hated that shit. Like it kind of pissed me off a little bit. I fucking love that shit. It was so, <laughs> like, this is the greatest twist. It's such a shitty misdirect, in my opinion. But you know what? <laughs> what a twist. To, to each his own. It's fucking shit. <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, man. Damn. It did terrible at the box office. Twenty-six <laughs> million budget and only got thirty point five back. I'm so sorry. You know what you call that? A complete and total flop. It really was, but I like the movie. I, I like. It. Speaking of movies that we like, ooh, I like that segue. Tenacious D. So. I have no to to this moment. I still have no fucking clue why Jordan picked this movie. It's Same, like, like dude, so much to do about nothing, out of, like out of fucking left field, and like it's just the fact that Jordan picked it. Like it wouldn't surprise me so much, like if you picked it, and like for me, like Tenacious D has been my shit ever since I heard it. Right. And but Jordan, out of the like fucking left field. Elbow deep in his ass, just pulled it, and I'm like, "What? Oh, fucking down! Like you ain't gotta ask me if I'm okay with it." <laughs> like I literally watched this without prompting. I think it was like two or three months ago, uh-huh. and Kim kind of like was thinking, "Is like she's straight up said, is like I have three months to change my mind." I was like, "Fuck you! There's no take backs." <laughs> it's like, we got a baby together. We living in sin. We getting married. All right, you ain't you ain't doing shit. There is no return policy on this model. <laughs> the so I'm just I'm just gonna lead with this. The only part of this movie that I don't love mm-hmm. is the um, the hallucination scene with like the Sasquatch and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I think that that breaks 
breaks the running stride that this movie starts off with. I will yeah. admit that. It totally it totally cuts it. Which is crazy to me cuz I think this movie encapsulates what Tenacious D as a group as a whole is they like to have fun, but they're fucking amazing. Yeah. Like Jack Black has great range, amazing stage presence, and just unlimited amounts of energy. And Kyle Gass just makes it seem so seamless how he's just hitting the shit out of them riffs. And they're so, just so fucking awesome together. So I was looking at it. Because we were just talking about how Selfless was a box office bomb. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about a box office bomb. This movie's budget was about $20 million. It brought in 13 Jesus, really? <laughs> like, it didn't even make its money back. Oh, my God. You want to know the worst part is, like, I know there's a cult following for this shit, but, like... Yeah. I'm and sure it, they've made it back since then, but... Yeah, but, I uh, know for the box office, because I totally understand... I don't know why they released it in theaters, and spoiler alert, I did see it in theaters and I enjoyed the fucking hell out of that experience. Like, I've never laughed so hard in my fucking life at that point. Um, But if I were them, I would have just done this direct to DVD and just let their fans know what it was, and they would have made a killing in that sense. That's what I So, here's the craziest part about that to me. Like, this cast is so unbelievably star-studded. Yep. Like this is there are char- there are fucking actors in here that have just total throwaway roles. Yep. Just walking by and they're like people that you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> like I'm just going to roll through some char- some big um actors and um personalities for me, right? So you got mm-hmm. Jack Black, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dio is in this movie. Of course, from the jump. And let's just say his fucking part, he crushed it. That shit was great. I will note that I watched it on my computer, so I was like, I don't know, two feet away from the screen. Mm -hmm. I never noticed before, but that Dio poster is totally CG. (laughs) The poster doesn't even (laughs) exist. Yes. Which I thought was really interesting. But so Dio's in it. Paul Tompkins is in it. Fred Armisen is in it. Amy Poehler, Dave Grohl, Tim Robbins, Ben Stiller. Uh, let's keep going. Who else we got in here? Amy Adams is in this movie. Um, who else we got? Who else we got? Meatloaf is in this movie. Wait, where's Meatloaf? What the Me- fuck? Meatloaf is JB's dad at the beginning of the movie. What? Yeah, that's Meatloaf. That doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> I was watching it. I was like, is that fucking Meatloaf? <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> um, David Kochner is in this movie. John C. Riley is in this movie. <laughs> like, dude. it's just fucking crazy. And nobody. Nobody watched it. Nobody watched. They missed out on and like the the worst part about it is like 
re-watching it, like, you notice just how good this movie is. Just like you said, if they took out that hallucination Sasquatch scene, this would be, like, the perfect fucking comedy movie for me. On top of... It would be, like, an hour and 15 minutes, though. True. On top of not it just being a comedy movie, but a banger fucking musical soundtrack. Bro, this soundtrack, which, by the way, they released the soundtrack for this movie as a Tenacious D record, which did great for them. Yeah, yes. I think it's their best-selling record. But Exactly. The the soundtrack in this film is just a straight banger from start to finish. Oh my god. Like, let's let's I don't I don't think that we can um talk about this movie without talking about this soundtrack. That's impossible. Like, let's put it this way. After Master Exploder came out, every single like rock sim game had Master Exploder in it. In, of course. As either DLC or just a straight up stand stand in um for the game and i remember that because like i would play that on uh guitar hero played the shit out of that played it on uh rock band when it originally came out um and then i played it on the dlc when i got uh the latest iteration of rock band like i literally would like typed up tenacious d when i first got it and i'm like we're downloading everything just damn damn everything And what's really crazy to me is, like, there's actually very few rock songs where I was like, dude, I really like the drummer. I really like this riff right here. But the vocals in this fucking song make this shit. And that's that's why I love Tenacious Z, because I think there's songs where it's like the vocals take it. And then there's songs where Kyle Gass is... Uh, riffs and guitar string guitar playing takes it and then there's other times where it's just a harmony of them both and that's why i love their music and it's they're just literally having fun that's all it is is they're just literally having fun but they're fucking amazing yeah yeah they they're one of those bands that do like skits in the middle of their records Mm-hmm. And they're they're fucking hilarious every single time. Although oh I will say that with all records that are like that that have skits in the middle, there comes a point where I'm like, all right, I, I don't want to listen to the skit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like I think uh, Eminem did a lot of them. Some of them were yeah. great. Other of them, like they cut the they cut the momentum Oof. of the album. Bro, some of those early Eminem skits aged Ooh, like no. fine milk. Oh, dude, those are. Those are real bad, especially um, fucking real. I mean, to be fair, they were fucked up back then, but they're real fucked up now. They're real bad. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Ben Stiller, I went down a rabbit hole because uh, I don't know why, but I thought like their the pizza guy when I first watched it, I, I could swore their pizza guy was like their drummer from their band. Mm. Not not true. Is actually an actor and singer, um, J.R. Reed. Um, but going down that rabbit hole, I found this little clip, and it surprised Uh-oh. the fuck out of me. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just read the title. Read the title. What? Yeah. Watch it. Ben Stiller joins Tenacious D on drums. Watch that shit. 
this man can play drums first of all (laughs) yeah like i thought he was just gonna be on stage it was gonna be some funny shit no he actually can fucking play oh he he's got a little bit of a rhythm going there i like that i love the fake goatee too Oh, no, no, that's, that's a mic. mic. I thought it's the same Dude, thing. He looked like Flint Floss for a second. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Straight up white Flint Flossy. Let me smang it. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. No, he actually can play the fucking drums. It's insane to me, dude. Yeah, it's, that's pretty nuts. <clears throat> I wonder... So, like, circling back to the cast of this movie right like you have to imagine that they just kind of like called in a bunch of favors right like there's there's no way that you can afford all of these actors and musicians and shit on the budget they had i'm i'm pretty sure yeah that was that was what it was because if you actually like paid the the names like the a and like top tier b-list talent that they had in this movie like it would be at least a hundred million. I would think so. Like it's just fucking nutty. And like, mind you, the the actors and shit that I named were just random ones that, I, looking through this really quickly, stand out to me. Like ev- almost everybody in here has some uh, is worth noting for some reason or another. Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't even know, like, fucking Amy Adams was in the show. I'm trying to figure out who she was. Where was she? Amy Adams is credited as a gorgeous woman. God damn it. That's helpful. And, and the worst part is, like, I know it's not the one that they saw at Kyle Gass's apartment. No, that's somebody else. It's, and Yeah, but that's what I mean, like. Uh, that's and that's why I like movies like that where they don't accentuate that they have like a list actors throughout the movie. It's like you have to like find them or rewatch it to get these little nods or Easter eggs because again, that's a lot of fucking talent in this random ass movie. Also, wait, wait. I think she was in the um. The master exploder scene. Oh my god. Was she, she is. She is. I just Fuck. saw the clip. Here, I'll, I'll send you the clip. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I got I got I got the movie up. I got the movie up. I got the movie up. He's just like watching the movie in the background. Dude, I have to. It's just so good. Like I was watching it while we were at Sky Zone before I decided to like go jump with the baby. And then, like, I'm re-watching it again. <laughs> like, straight up, dude. Uh, the Master Exploder fucking cutaway scene. Like, that shit is hilarious. It's so good. Like, they just come on there nonchalantly, and he just starts ripping the shit out of that guitar. <laughs> I love their gradual costume changes, too, Yeah, as the song goes on. So good, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. The beginning fucking uh, belt that Jack Black does is just amazing. <laughs> I can't even, like, begin to fake doing that shit. Like, Oh, dude, one of the main reasons I love Master Exploder on Rock Band is because I sing Jack Black's part, and I love doing that. 
Go I on. mean, I, I blow out everybody's eardrums, but I love doing that part. That's my favorite part. We're all waiting. You want me to do that right now? Come on, let's let's hear it. What do you got? No, I'm not gonna do it right now because I'm not gonna wake up the baby. Don't be a bitch. I'm not gonna wake up the child. <laughs> Everybody has an excuse. Whatever. You'll get me on the next one where I don't have to worry about waking up the baby. <laughs> First thing on next week's episode. We'll go. You on. heard it here. Sing oh. all of Master Exploder. Let's go. Down. <laughs> oh my god that fucking when he blew up the dude's mind and it was just like a sorry <laughs> and it was just like a really bad fucking um replacement doll but like his whole top is just blown off <laughs> and it like lands on the woman behind him and they're totally fine they're just like this band is fucking awesome <laughs> it's <laughs> worth it and then Kyle Gass gets three arms and shit. Oh, yeah, I just saw her. I saw Amy Adams. <laughs> and then, like, there's a dude right by the bar who's, like, basically coming his pants. Dude, John C. Riley was Sasquatch? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Bro. Why would you get somebody like that to play? You know what? It's fine. I mean, the only reason, like, I knew it was Amy Adams was because I had to pay attention because, like, her part throughout that whole scene, she was whipping her hair back and forth, rocking the shit out. So you barely saw her face. Yeah, really the only part where you can tell that it's hers when she's like, I love you. (laughs) They're fucking wearing dark eyeliner and shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. That scene probably is, like, actually, no, I can't even say that scene is the zenith of the movie because, like, it still gets better after that. It really does. It's the fucking showdown with uh, the devil right before they go on stage. That's probably the highest point of the movie, which is insane because that's like, what, with 15 minutes left? Yeah. So here's the real question. What's the best song in this movie? Fuck. That's actually a hella hard question. Like, I feel like... I feel like it's pretty easy to nail down, like, top three, right? Oh, it's super easy to nail down top three. Master Exploder, BL's a boss, um, and fuck, what was the... I think it's the beginning song. I forgot what that song's name is, but basically when he's, like, going over his history of why he left his house. Side note, I didn't know that there was... Like, so many different other Hollywoods in the U.S. Oh, yeah. There's one, actually, not too far from me here. Yeah, I, I did not know that. I learned that from here. But, like, yeah. Those are the top three, easily. Like, So, car- my top three would be slightly different. Okay. Master okay. Exploder and Beelzebub, obviously. Obviously. Definitely. Those are definitely the best two songs in the movie. Like, there's, there's no doubt about that whatsoever. <laughs> no question. But my third one would actually be Break-In City. See, that's what I was gonna say. Like it was it was close, but I like Oh my god, fucking breaking shit. This is why like I I actually want to thank Jordan for making this pick because this this brought so much joy. (laughs) 
I mean, like, if you look at it objectively as a movie, it's not very good, but it's so fucking good. It's so funny, and yeah, the songs so are so good. good. It's so good, and it, like, it doesn't take away from the movie at all. It just yeah. adds on to it and builds. Stupid. And, like, he metal makes... metal pipe? Climb that shit! <laughs> he makes, the like, the most fucking... <sighs> obscene like rudimentary lyrics the best shit you've ever heard just like yeah. you said metal pole climb that shit two air vents on the roof that's what the guy was talking a shit <laughs> <laughs> i've got cat like reflexes Flip! and then a fucking sick ass rip <laughs> i know dude this song is so good I like Kickapoo, but like Breaking oh, City's it. my shit, dude. Kickapoo, Kickapoo is my shit though, just because like, for one, watching the movie and like they found the perfect young JB actor. <laughs> I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like that kid followed Jack Black for like six months to get his mannerisms and everything down, because he did that fucking great. And then on top of that, you got Dio. Coming in at the end of it. And meatloaf in the middle. And just pumping that fucking song up. But I will I will say, like, it was a close it was a close one between Breaking City and Kickapoo. But Kickapoo is it for me. Kickapoo is a banger just because you got Jack Black and Meatloaf and Dio all in the same song. Like that's fucking incredible. And like the random ass fucking lyrics. Like, first of all, like the kid in the in the storyline for the song is like what like 10 12 or some shit right yeah and then like he's got he's like oh the dragon balls blazing as i stepped into <laughs> his cave and i sliced his fucking cockles with a long and shut and like his whole family is like christian and he's just jamming this shit out in front of his mom his dad his brother while they're eating dinner and rocking the fuck out and like first of all that kid deserved an ass whooping for that <laughs> straight up like there's a time and place to rock that ain't it come on no, like fuck the time and place to rock just the lyrics that he himself made up nobody else made that up he made that shit up and i was like i would have beat his ass and i was like that was some sick ass lyrics right there my son but never again <laughs> when don't you're do older, that shit again <laughs> when you're older please make it into an album and send it to me for my birthday but right now that's bad don't do that and, like, I, I didn't know, like, um, you know there's those times where you listen to lyrics and you, like, fill in the words what you think there is? Yeah. So I actually read the subtitles, and, like, <laughs> his fucking, like, when he's, like, uh, about to finish his little uh, song, and he's, like, gonna shoot a load in, a, in the party zone, and I was like, wait, he actually said that? What the fuck? Because <laughs> I know, like... He said, gotta lick a chode in the party zone. But, like, the fact that he said, I gotta shoot a load in the party zone, I was like, wow. <laughs> Just no fuck. And that's the first song in the <laughs> It's like, we're starting off at 15, guys. You know what my favorite part of the movie, though, was? Hmm. is Ironically, it's actually during the hallucination with the Sasquatch segment. Gotcha, where, yeah. Where he's like, these lyrics don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was dying because I was like, that's what, exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. 
<clears throat> the best part about uh when he's doing uh break in city is like they have the fucking security guys smoking weed and like they just turn off all the music and you just see him doing random ass shit on the cameras and they're just like smoking weed oh fuck it's so good dude what do you think is the best part of the whole movie Ugh. fuck you want to know like what's really crazy is like we've seen a lot of movies that are heralded for how good they are and like really like in-depth lore and like subplot and context and i'm gonna tell you honestly the questions you're asking me like what's the favorite song what's the favorite scene in this movie this is probably the hardest fucking questions that you've asked me on any movie that we've watched thus far. <laughs> like, that's how crazy this shit is. And, again, it calls back to, like, the fact that there are so many people did not get to experience this masterpiece, it really depresses me. Because I literally am battling with, like, what is the best part of this film? Like, there are so many good ones. And like rewatching yeah. it, you find more. Like the fact that it's actually a comedy, Lord of the Rings type epic rock fucking musical all rolled into one. Yeah. And, and like you have so many, like, I can list my top five. Like, my top five is definitely the beginning, the beginning scene because it starts you off at 15. Um, the first time Jack Black and Kyle Gass meet up, that shit was great. Um, <laughs> Just cutting him down in every way imaginable. Yeah, and um, then uh, the Master Exploder sequence, which is like fucking top tier masterclass. Um, the Beelzebub fight, mm -hmm. uh, that rock off was great, and then um. The whole break-in city sequence. That shit was just spectacular. Like, oh, there's so many fucking good... You're just making my life hard with these questions. Because, like, any other movie, like, it'll probably be like, oh, this scene. Oh, that scene. But this one, it's just like, fuck. There's so many good ones. Come on. You gotta, you gotta pick one. All right, all right, all right, all right. If I had to pick one... Master Exploder sequence. It mm. barely squeaked out on top. Just because there's so much good shit and funny shit going on during that sequence. And again, it's like the top one of the top songs in the whole movie. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. Um, I think for me, I think for me, I'm going to go with the, the car chase. Oh, just because just because like, all right, they don't they don't have anything on us, man. Just pull over, play it cool. Everything's going to be fine. Cop gets out of the car. <laughs> car chasing Cage, no. <laughs> what are you doing, Cage? No, <laughs> like one of the first lyrics. It's like KG really fucking blew a synapse or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> 
Oh my god. Let's not so mention good. let's not mention the scene where he deactivates the lasers with his dick. Oh god. Like the fact that his erection unzipped his and unzipped and unbuttoned his pants for him is just he blew the button off his pants. <laughs> just Jesus Christ. Like that shit fucking <laughs> Come on, helmet head. <laughs> fucking look on his face. <laughs> Who the fuck was the guy that was about to murder them outside of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, he was just he was just that random fucking uh washed up musician that they that JB met in the bathroom. No, but I feel like he was like someone more famous than that. Oh, like who's the actor? Yeah, uh, it's Tim Robbins. Oh, okay. I'm going to come over there. Slash your eyes and balls. <laughs> come o- come over here and I'll stab you. No, we're not going over there. <laughs> Fine. Stay right there. I'll come over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think we can outrun him, man. <laughs> <laughs> they just walk away. Oh. <laughs> he throws the knife at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, like, when the police come and get him, like, he's, like, trying to run away. <laughs> like, they just walk him and, like, just nicely get his arm it's like come here we're, we're going in the, we're going in the car you'll never take me alive all right let's go <laughs> oh my god let's let's talk about the amazing fact that in this hour and 30 minute movie there's actually character arcs that totally turn on their heads halfway through like JB starts off as basically like as a still a prepubescent boy trying to find his destiny and trying to like rock out like he's always dreamed and he meets Kyle and Kyle he sees as like this amazing fucking dude he accentuates the epitome of everything he wants to do when he was a child and what he's been searching for this whole time and he just idolizes him right so Kyle's like the boss of the basically he's the boss of the pair at that point in time he's uh trying to show um jb the ropes and then once that whole facade is blown up it's probably the most funny sequence of events that i've ever fucking witnessed Uh, his mother calling on the voicemail after (laughs) jb like basically breaks down and breaks his guitar during training and all this shit and saying he's a failure Kyle's shown to like be living off of his his mom's money, and his he has a wig. I like how the pizza guy comes up. He's like, "You guys having a concert? Can I watch <laughs> half off the pizza?" Done. <laughs> and then right after that, Jamie's like, "No, fuck that. This is destiny. We are a group. We're not backing down." And then he becomes the fucking boss. And Kyle becomes the beta male. It's so fucking good. Oh, my God. I just love every minute of it. I mean, let's be honest. KG was always the beta. I mean, he was. And, like, in everything that I saw, like, up until then, like, it was like, yeah, you're right. He definitely was the beta. But, like, I loved how in the movie they made him, like, this cool, suave motherfucker, like, you know, putting on the facade, like, I'm the shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's it's also... 
a really poor um, attempt at like showing that he's just this deeply insecure individual and shit like that, but like in this really juvenile way. It's like if um, if the jackass guys tried to do something with heart. Yeah, but the thing is, is like with Tenacious D, like you know that shit, so you already knew Kyle was the beta male. You're just waiting for that that switch to happen, and it was just so fucking funny. <laughs> Cause like every time he said he tried to act cool, it's like. We both know you're a beta. You don't you don't even know what to do with that shit. <laughs> we both know that this is a fucking facade and it's gonna wilt away soon. Like when uh JB found his check, he's like, oh, what's this check for two hundred dollars? Oh, it's royalties, man. It's uh what did it say? It was like uh my... I love you pumpkin or something. Yeah, it's like oh it's the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And like JB was just so naive and like totally was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's awesome. Man, this guy's so cool. <laughs> I love how like when he first rolls up on him on the beach, like he just instantaneously worships the ground he walks on. Right? Cause it was fate. And where the <laughs> fuck do they get those tattoos on their ass? First of all, not only does is Jack Black just like, hey, look at this birthmark on my ass. For no and then, reason. And then KG goes, I also have an ass mark. And then they put their asses together. I was like, uh, y'all are a little too comfortable together. Like, there's something else going on here. Yeah, like, I don't care how long I've known somebody. Like, that shit ain't happening. We just gonna put our ass cheeks together and hope something magical happens. <laughs> Guys, look. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if there's a really stoned pizza guy there. Maybe. So he can totally put the pieces together for them? <laughs> I got this, this birthmark that says Tanak. I never knew what it meant until now. It's the name <laughs> of our fucking band, bro. <laughs> How old is Kyle Gass? I feel like he's significantly older than Jack Black. Uh, I don't. Let me see. He's 60. Jesus. Okay. Oh, I really like the fact that he grew out a beard, though. Jack Black, Jack is, 51. Black is 51. So nine years his senior. Yeah, I mean, not not as much as I thought. Yeah, based on like their appearance, but yeah. But still, the fact that he can shred like that, looking. Let's put it this way: like, if if I met a dude that looked like Kyle Gass at a party, and he's all like, "Oh yeah, I can, I can fucking play a couple chords, blah blah." I can. I played in a band once or twice. I was like, "You play in a band? Was it a polka band? The fuck, get that shit out of here!" And then he just goes on stage and just rips it like he does, and I was like, <gasps> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here's my question. How did these guys actually meet? I don't fucking know. Because, like, it's pretty nuts to me that 
Jack Black, who's again super energetic, has amazing vocal range, and like you look at him as like you wouldn't think that he would have the voice of an angel. Um, and then just Kyle Gass, no offense, looks frumpy, overweight, looks like kind of like a dork, and he's probably one like a top tier fucking guitar player. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Well, <clears throat> I did the most minor of digging. And I found out an answer. How was that? <clears throat> Apparently, he studied acting at UCLA, uh -huh. where he met Tim fucking Robbins. What? Explains where that connection came from. <laughs> so now we got one actor explained. Yep. In 1982, he joined Robbins' The Actors Gang, and in the early 90s, met and befriended Jack Black in the same group. Wow. So, in other words, Kyle Gass is just an extraordinarily lucky individual. <laughs> Straight up, because if I'm pretty sure if he didn't meet with Jack Black and they formed such an amazing duo, nobody would know how like great his guitar skills would be. And then that's another thing. What is, when did they just decide to get together? It's like... You know what? I like singing. Uh, do you play an instrument? Eh, I play a little guitar, and then they just riff together. I feel like the scene on the beach is exactly how that should happen. Like they were probably playing around, and they just met each other's eyes and just started like belting out an amazing fucking song. It's just like, holy like, shit! That was actually a true story. <laughs> like we need some group. Also, something that I found in a little bit of digging: there is an actual Tenacious D TV show. Wait, what? There was a Tenacious D TV show on, what was it, HBO? Oh, shit, you can watch it on HBO Max right now. Oh, and it's called Tenacious D TV series, 1997 to 2000. What's it about? Uh, basically, the misadventures of the band. Like, it's a true story type of thing? Uh, I'm not sure. Like, honestly, I'm probably going to watch that shit after, after we're done with this. Well, I mean, it's only three episodes, so I guess why not? I'm totally down. I don't care how many episodes it is. It's totally worth it. Three half an hour episodes. That makes oh, they got sad. the Chris Rock specials on here? Oh, shit. Yeah. HBO Max, what up? Jesus. Anyway, we're not talking about all that. Yeah. Did you know Kyle Gass has his own side project? No, I did not know that. Called the Ga Kyle Gass Project. That, what is it about? That's not true. It's called it's called the Kyle Gass Band. He just Kyle got his Gass own band. Yeah, he's got his own solo project. What the fuck. The band occasionally tours acoustically as the Kyle Gas Company. <laughs> Who knew? I don't. Why? Why would he decide to like just make his own band? Because no offense, like whatever notoriety is only going to be from Tenacious D. Like other than that, like I don't know why he try and go off by himself. Because. I mean, Jack Black is okay by himself, but when he has someone shredding behind his back like that, it just makes it that much better. 
Yeah, I couldn't tell you, man. It came he his first album under the Kyle Gas band came out in 2013 right after Rise of the Phoenix. So Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they just decided to take a little bit of a break for a little while or something. Mm-hmm. Wait. Tenacious D covered Time Warp? What? Yeah, I'm listening to it right now. (laughs) This is fucking awesome. Here, I got you. Also, the the little bit that I sent you earlier about how Jack Black took like an $11 million cut to his fee, and that's what him and Kyle Gass got paid for this movie, explains a lot for the budget. Not nearly enough, but a lot. <laughs> I mean, what I'm trying to figure out is where did the 20, like, I kind of want an itinerary for where that 20 million. <laughs> so they can, can you break this down for me? I kind of do because, like, I want to know if. All of the top level, like, again, A-list, top-tier B-list actors and actresses that you got to just show up in your fucking movie, did you actually pay them, or were they all of them favors? What? I... I... What? Was that... I don't... You okay over there? So I'm watching this time warp video as we're talking. Uh huh. Uh huh. Elizabeth Warren is in this video for some reason. God damn it, dude! It's like what the fuck, dude? Look at this. That... He <clears throat> thanks to all the people who made cameos: Eric Andre, Ezra Miller, George Takei, Jamie Lee Curtis. Michael Pena. And like that's the thing is like you could you could have celebrity friends or what have you, but for you to just call them up and it's like, hey, I'm gonna do this random ass time warp video, would you want to be a part of it? Like, that's some pretty man. Jack Black just must I feel like Tenacious D just have like really Good oh. interactions with everybody. Oh, he lost his shirt. <laughs> he doesn't need his shirt. I feel like this video, really, like, this movie and this video just kind of speak to the positive rapport that Jack Black must have in the industry, you know? Yeah! Because I would, I would love to party with Jack Black. Fucking, uh, 
I would die a happy man if I were to get to party with like Jack Black, Ryan Reynolds, and just Michael Jordan. If I could just have like, one night out with them. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, <clears throat> what was it? Two years ago or something like that. Jack Black created a a gaming YouTube channel, mm-hmm. but he didn't do any gaming on it. Yeah, for like six months. It is the greatest thing I'd ever seen. And I was convinced that he was never going to do it. And it was just an epic troll. And I was all in. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of every video, he'd be like, don't worry, guys. I've almost got it. Next week, we'll have games. And he just <laughs> never did. And then one week, he was like, so I couldn't figure out the games thing because I'm, I'm a troglodyte. But I've got board games. So it's like, this guy's a fucking genius i love every second of this it's it's like uh they're gonna tune in to just see if he actually plays games it's like people who watch the floyd mayweather fights they want to see if he actually gets knocked out they don't even care who he's going against just if he actually slips up and gets like knocked out yeah unfortunately at some point he did start playing video games and i was really disappointed and Kind of, kind of just like unsubscribed at that point. Really, it's just like, oh man, I thought we it's were like, gonna go. I thought we were gonna go to eternity with this one. Yeah, like at, at that point, I was like, well, everything I loved about this kind of gone now. Now it's just Jack Black <laughs> playing video games. Yeah. Now I will say, he does still put out videos sometimes where he doesn't play games and just goes back to the kind of shit he was doing originally. Mm-hmm. And I watch those videos. I still love that shit. Because, I mean, like, it's also just kind of a lot of hanging out with Jack Black being Jack Black, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he did one video where he just went out to lunch. It's That's like, fucking awesome. It's like, why is that a thing? I don't know, but I'm watching it. And it wasn't even like, oh, he met, like, some random celebrity out for lunch. No, it's just, I'm just out to lunch. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember. He might have met up with somebody when he did that. I can't remember. I mean, that was a long time ago. Let's see. Sort by oldest. Fuck. I fucking love. I fucking love this shit, dude. So his first video was posted on December 21st of 2018. Mm-hmm. And all it was was, hey, I'm Jack Black. I'm going to play some video games on this channel. Oh, in seven days, he got a million subscribers. Damn. He didn't post a single video. That was it. A million subscribers off the promise of playing games at some point. Jack Black is just a fucking national treasure, and we should hold him dear. So I'm going to take a look here. And see if I can find out when he actually started playing video games. Um, it oh. might have been this one. Oh, side note, I just uh, I just figured out that the Car Chase City portion, yeah, is a callback to uh, Kyle playing video games while Jack Black is out on the beach for his first time by himself. Wait, really? Yeah, like Kyle was playing a video game where he's running from the cops 
And that exact scene where like the cops have a blockade in the video game, he got busted because oh, he didn't yeah, get the you're turbo. Right. So yeah, that's this is what I'm talking about. Like just watch again. Like I watched this movie when it first came out, and like how many years later? Like fucking fifteen? No, when did it come out? Yeah, two thousand six. Yeah, I was yeah, I was right. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen years later, I just found out some new shit. Okay, yeah. So as far as I can tell, this is the first video he did with any actual video games in it mm-hmm. on February twenty first of twenty twenty. So, so like fucking two months. No, he started in December of twenty eighteen. Holy shit! <laughs> like this is why I was so disappointed. <laughs> like it went on so long. That is a very fucking long time. And the worst part, he probably got more subscri- subscribers while it was going on. Yeah, dude. I mean, like you just look at his video views. So that first video that's like twenty nine seconds long, fifteen million views. What the fuck? 10 million views, 6 million views, 4, 3, 4, 7, 3, 4. Like, he's fucking crazy, dude. It's just super insane. It's just, and it's, it's literally just Jack Black being Jack Black. It just calls to the power of just his positivity. It sucks because he, he actually came out with his own, like, Guitar Hero RPG game. I don't know if uh, you remember it. Uh, it's, like, something of rock. Uh, no. Uh, give me a second. Yeah, brutal legend. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. I know Chagna. Yeah. Damn, like everybody oh. who played it fucking liked that shit. Oh, here it is. Okay, so this is the first video that he did with gameplay. So it was a little bit sooner. It's November tenth of twenty nineteen. But that's still almost an entire year that he went just fucking just with doing people. Yeah. Random videos, dude. Just and basically like, just fucking with people. And like you can you can look through his videos and be like, okay, we're playing Red Dead 2. We're making nachos today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I would enjoy every minute of him making fucking nachos. There's a video of him like Talking about how he got into the new Tony Hawk game. Like, there's all kinds of shit on this channel. It's kind of dope. And I actually appreciate that he doesn't post things very often either. Yeah. I'm going to subscribe to this channel again. You just, I remember what I loved about it. You know what? Like, he's, he's posting so infrequently that even if he disappoints me with some, uh, some actual video games, like, I'll still... I can hide one video a month. Yes, you are fucked. Shit out of luck. Got no complete and my cock, you will suck. I think most of their budget went into uh, Jack Kroll's uh, devil, devil makeup and costume. Oh, Dave Grohl's? Yeah, Dave Grohl, my bad. Dude, that's a fucking dope-ass devil costume, though. Dude, I would have never guessed that it was him. But once I found out, like, it was uh, Dave Grohl, like, when you listen to his voice, it's like, oh, yeah, that's totally him. I mean, once you know that, you can tell that it's him. 
Yeah. If you know what Dave Grohl looks like. Mm-hmm. But uh Yeah, I don't if Dude. you didn't know exactly what Dave Grohl looks like, I don't know how you'd figure that out. Exactly. And like the fact that they have he's like whips out some random ass old ass demon scroll. I'm pretty sure most of their budget went into all the cosmetics and props that they had to do just for this scene. That and the Sasquatch scene. That and the Sasquatch scene. I mean, the Sasquatch scene was like all CG, though. It's not really that bad. Okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, the Strawberry River was uh, a model. It it looks like a model anyway. (laughs) Oh, my God. The fact that just Jack Black, he's all like, what do I win? Is like you could have Cage. <laughs> like, Wait, what? Trust me, Cage. It's the only way. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh shit, dude! I'm the devil. I love metal, dude. I also love how, like, first of all, he's just like, we challenge you to a rock off. Fuck! <laughs> Can't say no to a rock off. <laughs> But then also, when they rip out a fucking banger of a tune, he's just like, you guys are fucking lame. Yeah. It's like, that's, like that's, what I, that's what I mean. It's like, who is the judge in that rock-off? <laughs> there's never been a rock-off you've ever lost? Hmm. Sounds like you're the judge that. in this. <laughs> right? <laughs> Seems a little fixed there, Satan. Well, I am the devil. Oh my god, the fact that he just like like disrobes and has all these sex toys waiting for Cage and good god no. God damn it, Cage! It's gonna make you his sex slave. You're gonna goggle mayonnaise. No. (laughs) It's so memorable. This movie is so incredibly quotable. It really is. Like, again, there's, there's like, not many movies that I could just, like, hit you with, like, all the highlights. I can nearly say this movie from start to finish and, like, all the lines, especially the songs. Like, I I know all the songs verbatim by heart. Like, and then, like... (laughs) The part where he's all like, you're going to gargle, man, is he's going to make you your sex slave. And then it pans to the fucking devil and he's just like, <laughs> it's just, it's such good comedic timing, dude. Fuck. What do you think about that link that I just sent you? Let me see, let me see what you got. Let me get. No. How, how recent is this? 2018. Oh, it's it probably got into developmental hell and then COVID killed it. Yeah, that could I mean, it could also be that COVID is just delayed it quite a bit. Maybe, but I would I would see this shit like on on release day. I would pay money to go to the red carpet seat showing. <laughs> the best part about a sequel to Pick of Destiny is like it doesn't have to be about anything in particular. Like you really just do anything. Anything, as long as it's a banger soundtrack, 
and you have just a random ass star studded cast of just like walk on walk offs. I love the shit out of that movie. What? Tenacious D in post apocalypto is an American anima- animatic episode series by Jack Black and Kyle da- Gass of Tenacious D, released independently through the band's YouTube channel. On November 8, 2018, all of the episodes would be uploaded as one video branded full movie. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Taste my lightning, fucker! <laughs> ah, shit. It's so good. Hold on. I'm checking out the Tenacious D movie. <clears throat> Two. <laughs> You're gonna go down that rabbit hole? Oh, no. No. It's a oh, no. fuck. I'm just gonna link this to you. You can, en- you can enjoy this. Oh shit! What are you about to send me? What the fuck? <laughs> Good God! I understand. Proceed. I mean, it's official. For whatever that's worth. Are they getting? Oh my lord! Jesus Christ! Okay, alright. I'm not, I can't watch this with the children around or when my fiance is home at all. <laughs> like, my family I, can't know I've seen this. No, like, I skipped to, like, to the magical part where they're getting fellatio. And it it shows it. It draws it. Like it's crudely terrible, like art artistry, whatever animation, but it still shows it. And I'm just like, all right. Can you just skip to thirty minutes and fifty seven seconds for me? All right, cool, 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 cool. I need to get off. I need to get this off my screen. Sure, sure, sure. sure. What the fuck is this? Ten- is that a is that a dick tentacle monster? Well, at thirty one minutes and fifteen seconds, you get a full breadth of what this thing is. If you want to just jump ahead to uh, see that, and uh, I think I think I think they really hit an artistic peak with this creature design. Myself. For anybody out there that wants to uh, follow along, like we're watching the Tenacious D post-apocalypto, the movie on YouTube. Totally free. You can watch it. And uh, like I said, at 31 minutes, 15 seconds, you can take a look at what we're looking at and uh, really consider burning your eyes out, too. Jeez. You want to know the worst part? If they actually made this into a legit movie, I'd probably be the probably be the best shit I've I've seen up until that point. It's just, I was not ready. I was not ready. This level of garbage-ass animation? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then, like, you think about it, 
I take that back. Calling this animation is way too generous. This is a bunch of fucking child drawings. No, don't say that because I know Isaiah. Like if if I gave him the notes, he could draw this shit way better. But um, that aside, what really gets me is like the fact that they were in talks to make another movie when honestly their first movie bombed. Bombed hard. It. Bond isn't a strong enough word. Uh, that motherfucker nuked into the ground. <laughs> to the point where apparently, uh, like, uh, industry people were presuming that Tenacious D was just dead. <laughs> just full, full stop. <laughs> the band is just over. It's, we're done. And that was wholly untrue. Well, I mean, it did take them. Let's see five years to make another record five or six years okay six years didn't jack back like started um doing like other movies and stuff and like testing his chops and other roles i mean jack black has been acting this whole time if i recall correctly let's let's take a look filmography jack black filmography Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was pounding down movies during this yeah. time. So this movie came out in 2006, and their next record came out in 2012. In between there, he was in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 movies. Damn. So, uh, you know, a couple. couple. Just a smidge. Just a, a tiny monicum of movies yeah just uh one or two i am re-watching the master explorer scene this shit is so good just you, like you need to stop their introduction is like i just had something i needed to say i fucking love this band they are the best band period <laughs> <laughs> he fucking says tenacity and just bows away <laughs> I'm just going to put this out there. This is like kind of not germane to this topic. Mm-hmm. But when I looked up Jack Black's filmography, I remembered that he is an anchorman. And that oh. is by far and away his greatest role of all time. Oh, shit. He is, isn't he? he's only in that movie for like 30 seconds it's the best 30 seconds ever put to film oh my god dude talk about like random fucking cameos anchorman probably capitalized on that shit like in both movies it's like in the first movie it's like okay that was a pretty funny scene where we had like a battle royale between the anchor the news anchors and then in the second one the second one, it's like, we need to turn it up to 17,000. Anchorman is definitely the best Will Ferrell movie, for sure. Yeah, that's, there's no question about that whatsoever. <laughs> this burrito is delicious, but it is filling. <laughs> Did you just throw burrito out your window? <laughs> Baxter! Baxter, 
Jack Johnson, Fuck John O'Leary. <laughs> The fact that he fucking belts out that shit and is blowing everyone away. Fuck, dude. This is such a masterful scene. Oh! Now this is happening. <laughs> Just kicks <boom>! <laughs> Who the fuck punts a dog over a freeway? Oh my god. When he stopped the car? Cold-blooded murders a dog. <laughs> Heavenly Cleopatra! Jesus Christ. Well, John, I believe that we've gone on as long as we can. Oh my god. Honestly, like, you want to know the worst part is, like, I could... Fuck, we should make an episode where we just, like, sing along to this fucking movie. I'm so down. You have no idea. You know what? You don't even need to sing along. I will sing along. All right, well, start at the top. Let's go. Right now. It's <laughs> just right. No, bitch. What, I got what do you, shit. What do you, no, no. What, what do you mean? You, you want to do it? Let's do it. I mean, not right now. I mean, we got to set a time and a place where I can, like, you know, release my vocals onto the world. Grace you all with my angelic voice. Um, sure. <laughs> John, you got any final thoughts before we wrap up for this week? Um, if you have not watched Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, watch it. It will become your favorite movie, if not for the soundtrack alone. And then let it take you down a rabbit hole of great comedic talent, such as Jack Black in this movie, Tropic Thunder, and Ron Burgundy, Anchorman. Well done. <clears throat> and finally, not last but not least, what do you give Tenaciously in the Pick of Destiny? Uh, I give this movie 21 out of 1. Wow. Yeah, probably my highest rating to date. Mm-hmm. I, uh, mm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, luckily I'm deaf now, so <laughs> that's that's cool. No problem. What? Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm totally, I'm totally deaf. I can't hear anymore. I'll, 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 I'll buy you hearing aids when you come down here. All right. You'll buy me what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna give this movie one Beelzebub out of beta males. Beta males. <laughs> Nothing but beta males. Fucking Kyle Gas. <laughs> oh man. Hold up. I forgot to mention this movie again starts off at 20 out of 10 with the sound check. Do you remember that? Oh god. Yeah, I remember. It's so fucking good. Uh, who 
who in the thought process is just like, let's make cartoon versions of ourselves and fart for the sound check and make sure it goes through each individual speaker so it's a legit sound check. Um, with that, <laughs> as always, have fun out there, guys.